You're listening to Downright Dreaming, a podcast hosted by me, Kate, and me, Tanya. We chat about big dreams, creating your next level life, and a whole lot of girl talk. A podcast where no dream is too big and no topic is off limits. This is the Downright Dreaming Podcast. Downright Dreaming Podcast. I'm your co-host Tanya. I am your co-host Kate. Episode seven. seven. Wow. We're handling it. When we first I wanted to do this, Dan was like, I think we should just do six episodes. <laughs> I was like, no. <laughs> I think six episodes will be nice and safe. And then here we are. We're like, let's just keep rolling. Let's just keep rolling. Got more to say. If you can hear Bowie, he's just crying in the background. He wants to play. Um, welcome back. We're so excited. We yeah. have a little fun episode, short and sweet today. We're going to promise that. Short and sweet episode, all about the behind the scenes of the dance world mm-hmm. in specifically Los Angeles, probably Australia as well, but we're both professional dancers by trade. <laughs> by trade. <laughs> and we wanted to just kind of do a little episode on like the audition process and we'll see what kind of comes up. Just the life that we lived. The life that we've lived in the past. Our past life. I mean, you life. are kind of still in it, though. Yeah, but I don't go to auditions. I don't oh, do God. that in the way that we used to. I hope you don't. Let's, you know what? Let's, start Let's just there. dive in. I want to paint the scene, Pam. Okay. I want to paint the scene. Am I saying that right? Wait, yeah. you know what we forgot to do? <gasps> we forgot to do our weekly dream. Should we do it real quick? Oh, God, I'm nervous. We didn't even discuss it before. We didn't even discuss it. Normally, we discuss it. You know what? We're going off book today. All right. It's a rogue Thursday. You go first. <laughs> She's about so excited. You're pointing at me. Okay. Um, I don't know. Oh, you know what? My Our weekly dream last week, both of us combined, was to do a little bit of exercise. Do you remember that? Yes. So I've been going. I like, definitely when was last week. Like, when was yeah. that? I definitely went on. Well, we've pre-recorded a couple, but yeah. I went on a few more walks than I normally do with Bowie. Mm-hmm. I've been much better about that. And in my with my students, sometimes you know I don't really like to warm up and stretch with them, but I have. I've been warming up and stretching, so I feel like I did do that. That's my recap. Um, I feel good about that actually, and yeah. I feel like I've been eating like better. Not that I don't eat good. I know you're always pretty good at But that. I feel like I've just been, I just feel better. I've been sleeping better. I actually took a nap the other week. Was it that? And I actually had a bath. Was that a morning routine inspiration? Did that inspire well, you? Actually, for real. <laughs> that episode was so you're good. Like, I was so inspired by myself. I was inspired by myself. <laughs> no, I literally did. And I've been doing my, um, I, I, to be honest, I have not been doing my 333, but I did less, listen to a Mel Robbins podcast. Maybe I'll link it. It was so good. Mm-hmm. And she um, recommends writing down five goals or five dreams every single day. Mm-hmm. doesn't have to be the same. Just write it down. Yeah. Look at it. Feel it. Move on. Yeah. That's what I've been doing. Okay, cool. I and, like that. And then my weekly, my weekly dream this week. Yeah. Um, oh, I know mine. You I know, know mine now. You know yours? Is yours big? You you already know mine for sure. You, okay. I bet you can guess it. Um, well, probably by the time this podcast comes out, I might like have like a big change in like my career. What? Yes. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm okay. not going to actually really say it. I'm going to kind of just be that person and just kind of say something's changing. That's my weekly dream. You'll hear about it soon. Yes, changing your career, but you're still going to be in real estate. Yes, I'm still in real estate, but just like a big change. And I feel like like, I'm becoming a chef. (laughs) My mom would love that because she is a chef. Um, You know what? I listened to, what was our episode? It was, oh, you know what? I listened to our morning routine episode, for real. 
a few times. Five and listening to your morning routine and then listening to my morning routine, for real, I haven't told you this. And me saying I have to drive one and a half hours was that to what, get somewhere. Was that what did it? Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? That's, in, that's ridiculous. That's so dumb. Yeah. Why would you do that? Even on my drive here, I saw that sign and I, I thought of you. I'm like, damn. And it was, at the time that I came here, it was 10. So that's like two hours after or an hour after. Yeah. And it was still bad. Yeah. And I was like, that's like a crappy it's start a cra- to the day. You know what? It's, it's That is exactly what was happening. And I was like trying to, you know, be pumped for my day and then just ugh, sitting in an hour and a half traffic to the office and then sitting in an hour and a half traffic on the three hours of my day that I could be doing so many more things and being so much more productive mm-hmm. and just like making so much more money and having so many more clients and more business and just like enjoying life. Totally. So and literally that's what? what changed. Wow. Yeah. The Downright Dreaming podcast changed your life. I know. You're on first testimony. actually did. <laughs> first testimonial from co-host Kate. No, it really did. I was thinking like, why would I, why? I don't want to do that anymore. Yeah. Like that doesn't make me happy. That's not fulfilling me. I think I need to make a change. Wow. Listening to myself tell you my morning routine. So maybe like people should maybe get with a friend and talk about, I don't know, your morning routines or mm. like your life and your career right now. And then think like, is that actually fulfilling me? Yeah, you got to ask yourself these questions. This is like the self-development realm, you know, when you actually sit and go, this is what I'm doing, but take the time to be like, do I actually even enjoy this? Is this a goal that I really wanted that I maybe have outgrown? Does this still excite me? Can I do it differently? Like all these questions. Yep. I mean, I can talk about this really deep, really quick. No, I love that. Yeah, I didn't tell you that before. Yeah, I did it. Mm -hmm. So anyway, that'll probably come up soon. Oh, I'm so excited. Continued. Okay. All right. Give us your weekly. My research. My recap. I didn't even. Oh, I took two dance classes last week. No, and I was very jealous. I was busy. I couldn't come. I was so sad. I haven't taken a dance class, like, which is kind of hilarious. I teach dance classes every now and then, but I haven't gone into a class. Yeah. To take class. Oh, very long Yeah. Time. I haven't stepped foot into Millennium for like four years, which is hilarious. Oh, and Millennium I, is, um, we'll probably talk about, like, that's a, one of the biggest um, what do you call it? Like a dance, not really a dance studio. It's more... one of the big ones in LA. Yeah, definitely yeah. one of the biggest ones. Sorry to cut you off, but no, no, you're fine. Um, you're totally fine. fine. It's one. Of, it's the one that everyone sees on YouTube when you look up all those famous dances and dance classes. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure we'll jump into a little bit of that today. Totally, it's that studio. Well, that was my workout. Yeah, and I That's did two classes. Workout. I couldn't walk. That was <laughs> how good that workout was. I took a heels class. From one of my close friends, I literally couldn't feel my legs. And when we were recording at the end, like when, like the way a dance class works for those who aren't in the industry or don't do the dance world, you base well the way the dance class works now. Yes, this is like, now this is not. I wouldn't even say new. It's been like an eight years. I was gonna say ten year. It was definitely before I moved here. Yeah, it wasn't. I was wasn't like, like oh that God. when I first moved here. Really? In 2012. I mean, I've been here eleven. But it wasn't like that. Okay, give us the rundown for someone that is, um, like, maybe moving to mm. L.A. or has no idea or is just, like, interested about taking a dance class. Yeah. Well, depending on what class you take, there's yeah. 
a variety of genres, a variety of um, levels. So if you go to like a beginner class, if you're new and you go to a beginner class, they're probably not going to have a camera flying in your face. But if they do, you, you don't have to be filmed, you know, like you can, you don't have to be out there. But the way that it usually works these days because of social media is you go to class, you got to look your hottest, you're going to have the coolest outfit on and you get picked out at the end of 90 minutes when you've been dancing the whole time and, and you've got to like, go you do your best with a combo you just learned and you better deliver. It's so kind of intense. Fin finish, because I want to like touch on this, but finish your weekly dream. Like give us your new weekly dream. Okay. And then, and then let's go back into this because I think this is so mm. crucial to what we're going to talk about today. I agree. Okay. So I did two dance classes, got my great workout. Done. Then my new weekly dream. Oh, wait. My... <laughs> You like literally made me jump. <laughs> so excited. Remember one of my weekly dreams was to start teaching business? Yes, yes. My business course started this past oh, week. Saw, I did see this on your Instagram story. I didn't skip and I didn't miss. And I think I loved it and sent me something. Turning <laughs> your passion into your paycheck has begun. It is so good and it's already getting great results. Yay. One of my clients was like, just had my biggest sale today. Like it's already just like booming. So business is booming. I, I, should just, I think I should just join. I think you I should, should join. Be a client. Become a client. We can, record our, we can record our calls. Yeah, you should. For real. Yeah, you should. You'd actually do really amazing in that course. But my mindset's like not too bad. No, your mindset's amazing. Okay, it's good. just about focusing out on what you want and yeah. then building the life to support it. Yeah. Great. I mean, building the business to, to, to support, support your life. life. Yeah. Um, okay, so I did that tip. Yay! Now my weekly dream. <laughs> Yay for me! Yay for me! Uh, weekly dream is you know this because you've been such a help. Oh yeah, my come on, tell God. the people. Give them, give them all the details. Okay, so AJ, and <laughs> well, I not too many details because we haven't closed anything. We yet. haven't closed it yet, but like. Could be today, could be tomorrow, but also, you know, one of my things I always say is, um, it's this or something better. Yeah. Because I don't want to get attached, but I'm already pretty attached, I'm not gonna lie. Um, but we're looking for a house. We're looking for it. I'm like, we are looking for a house. <laughs> we are. Kate's our real estate agent. AJ and I have Kate as our real estate agent. She's been doing the best job. Recommend a hundred percent. Thanks. <laughs> Highly recommend. First <laughs> my first no, don't you not my first testimonial, but I appreciate it. Honestly, if Hope my my hope for me and you is by the next time we do our episode, I'm we, like, I'm moving you in. We're moving in. Yeah, there's a lot of moving parts. If anyone's like you know leased or rented or bought a house before, you know. Yeah. If you don't know, then give me a call. Yeah, give Kate a call. She's great. But that's my weekly dream. So, I mean, I'm so excited. I knew that was coming. But I'm yeah yeah. I'm like so excited to help you both. Oh, it's really really nice. Okay, let's get into it. So okay. today's epi is. The behind the scenes yeah. of all of the auditions, the process, the agents, the big named artists that we've danced with, worked with, toured with, yada, yada, yada. Here's, so let's, okay, go. Here's where I'll start with this. This world, now that I have my business, now that I'm not in it anywhere near the way I used to, and by that I mean I only go off direct bookings or anything that feels great. I don't actually physically, I'm not in the industry auditioning or putting myself out there or submitting. It's just whatever resonance from who I, yeah. all the hard work I did, if if, uh, if something comes up, great. But I'm not in it like I used to. And because of that, I'm able to view it from mm -hmm. outside. And I'm like, this shit is crazy. Crazy. I think that's the whole point of today's episode. Just like we're going to kind of talk about our journeys and the process. Like it's in a snippet, hopefully, not take up the next three hours, which we could. We could be here all day talking yeah. about it. But then now that we're both 
we've stepped back from the industry a little bit and looking from a different perspective and what we would maybe do differently or what we know now that we would, but we can't go back and change it, obviously. Nor that I, I mean, I would probably change a few things and I think we'll touch on that. Yeah. And just kind of give some advice on if anyone's going through that. So, I mean, let's start with open auditions. So an open audition, cattle call. Anyone who's anyone. You what? I said even the word is making me stressed and sweaty. Are you getting sweaty? Yeah. Cattle call. So that means anyone can go. Literally anyone. Any Joe Schmo from the street can just rock up to the audition and go. Yep. And they do. They do. You're in a line sometimes for hours, hours in the Los Angeles heat down the block don't know where that is these days but it's usually hot in LA in the LA heat you are standing on concrete down the line on the street with your headshot just and your dreams in your hand your dreams your resume your headshot yeah. your snacks in your bag your heels and your sneakers and you're all dolled up you've spent, your fishnets yeah your, your leotards on you are in your Diamante bra. Diamante bra. You are ready to go. I mean, depending on what audition yeah. you're going to, but for most auditions and most auditions that Tan and I did were commercial auditions. I did a few musical theater auditions, like in that world. Mm-hmm. You did a few different auditions as well for artists. But yeah, you're standing there waiting yeah. and you go to the table, you sign in with your name. It's basically between, I would say, any audition on a regular day in LA, which honestly the audition scene isn't as crazy as it used to be no. because of social media and yeah, the industry doesn't work the way it does anymore, but it would be anywhere between 500 to like 1,200. Yeah, I was going to say 2,000. Yeah, maybe even. Maybe even 2,000, depending on the artist, depending on what day it is, depending on like if it is an open call as well. If it is an open call, thousands thousands of dancers and it could be like girls call boys call normally they separated us yeah sometimes sometimes it was together though so you just go line up you would sign in with your name and you'd get a number you'd stick it to yourself somewhere yeah um and go to the waiting room and wait this is it was your turn this is the vibe i'm gonna like nutshell give us i want i want (laughs) i feel like we're both getting stressed i'm like out this is the vibe you'd be there not knowing when you're going to actually get seen, not knowing how long you're actually going to be there for, and you're there in a room, let's say you're in the first round or the how many people they can squish into the studio. So you've got your number, you've checked in, and you're in a studio with maybe 250 to 400 people. Yep. You're squished like this, like a sardine. Trying to warm up. Trying, to, trying warm up. to stretch and warm up. Then you learn a combo, squish like a sardine. Yeah. You can't dance it full out. No. Like full out means... You can't 100% perform it, give it your all because you're standing next to someone and you're going to... You can't dance it full out, but you also can't see. So you're learning a combo that you can't actually see. So you're actually learning the combination from the person in front of you who maybe caught the move from the person in front of them. Who may be doing it wrong. Yes, who's probably doing it wrong. Yeah. So you're trying to learn a combo. You can't move. And then, we're not selling this, by the way. You, you can clearly see that we have some tra- trauma around it. Then, <laughs> we go to work. Did we do? I don't think that trauma. We need to sit down to actually work. It's yeah, audition well, trauma. This is what I'm saying. Like, when I think about this, yeah. now, from who I am today, makes me sad, my standards for my life, I'm like, oh, my God. I want to give that person. I want to give that girl a hug. But also, like, we're so badass. Like, that is a yeah. fight in itself. I mean, we were, we were pretty damn good. I think... You know, I give props to all the Australian dancers that are listening, and I hope you all fucking are because Australian dancers, 
we got good training, mm-hmm. I think. Nothing against the American dancers, but our training is just different. It is different. It stands out, I think, amongst the crowd. Um, we're more versatile. We know more styles. And I think our upbringing in studios in Australia was much more strict. Yes. Not dance mum strict. Not that vibe. I think it was just much more like hard working. I don't know. It's just the ethics behind it. What do you think? Do I you mean, agree? I don't know. I don't necessarily because you teach here in the States. Like you teach at studios here. Yeah. So I don't really know like what that world is like that they grew up in. I only know what we like grew up in. Yeah. But I will say that Aussie dancers are really great. Yeah. And when you are in that room, so you're you're already like nervous you already want to like do your best but you you have like every odd stacked against you just with the nature of the day but then you gotta when you get picked out it's like you have that one minute or that eight eight counts to prove your entire worth your entire life (laughs) honestly like your entire future and your career on that two lots of eight or whatever it is yeah and you've only had what like 10 15 minutes to learn it yeah maybe and then they break you up into the groups so if you're if you're number one it's like one to depending on how many people one to seven i always if there was no numbers i always went first i was like let me just do it yeah because i was like i'm not gonna know it any better than i know it right now like it's not gonna get better yeah. for me but this was my mentality and yeah. i know a lot of other great dancers would wait and like give them the moment i would wait i would just be like you know what it's gonna be it's gonna be yeah but that's also my approach for life so yeah I would I wouldn't wait to the end but I wouldn't want to go first because I was too nervous mm-hmm. and then I would mess up I think that's why I did go first because yeah. I didn't want to f- keep feeling the nerves yeah interesting so we go through the whole audition process and then they pretty much tell you either stay mm. or thank you so much <gasps> I have which a funny means, audition story okay tell us which means you're cut <laughs> yeah we basically need you're out <laughs> and you're just wasted not yeah. wasted I shouldn't say wasted. You've experienced something. You've maybe met the choreographer. They've seen you in person. You're not right for the job. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, you've just spent the past five hours and then you go home sweaty. Yep. <laughs> go back into your hot car. Okay. <laughs> I have, I'm going to okay, take you back. Us. You definitely weren't here at this point. So yeah. this is a long time ago. Do you remember when Nicki Minaj came out with Anaconda? Yes, I do. So there was a cattle call for Anaconda. And this... You can only imagine. And... And this is where they did what's called a typecast, which is basically tell us more. Which I don't know if it's legally allowed anymore. Honestly, I would say it's not legally allowed. You basically go in, you line up, and they walk by you in a line and look at you and either say yes or no. And they're looking at like your height, your hair color, your body. You and we'll be asked to like, okay, be in your most limited amount of clothes and come stand in a line, and we'd be looked at, you know, and we either get cut based off our appearance or whatever and so fucked yeah but for anaconda this is why i want to share this story we go there and they're like there was so many of us so there was like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of women there thousands probably and they go we're going to typecast within the party line we didn't expect this many people to be here i'm like this is los angeles everyone's all here we're all here and it's Nicki Minaj so we're all here yeah um and then they go we're gonna type pass because we didn't expect this many people so come on out we all come out we all line up we're ready facing the front looking hot looking cute and they go we're actually gonna type cast off your butts this is definitely not allowed these days I think I do know this story and they're like turn around so all of us 
women had to turn around with a male choreographer. Which it wasn't weird at the time, but it's weird when I'm saying it. And he typecasted us. I need to finish our butts. Oh my god, that's so fucked. Him. But also, it's like, it's so fucked. Like from my perspective of it now, but from my industry brain, I'm like, I get it. It's yeah. Anaconda. Like, it's the, it was the, the vibe side. and the vibe. And like, Nicki Minaj is known for that. Yeah. Like, could I have been in that music video? No, I don't have the body or the vibe for that. Like, I get it. So, like, in in, yeah. in that perspective, like the vision for the creative. I understand, but in like normal life, it's like, what? Like anyone <laughs> listening is like, imagine going to a job interview with them going, okay, can you stand up and turn around and show you us your ass? clothes and wear your most skimpiest outfit and now Pretty we're just going to G-string with some fishnets. Yes. Yeah, can you turn around please? I mean, remember, I remember you guys telling me that story when I first moved here. Yeah. And prob- I probably wasn't, which is crazy to think, I probably wasn't shocked. I was probably like, oh, okay, yeah. No, I know. Like, that's what I have to prepare for. Yeah. Next time I go to an audition, mm-hmm. which is insane. Yeah. Oh, my. Oh, my God. I didn't even think I would love it. I still don't really, to be honest. But I just being more a of a world. human now, like, being more removed from it, I just look at it and I just go, wow, we, it's so normal in that world. Yeah. But it's so not normal in anywhere else. Yeah. No, <laughs> definitely not. I mean, the whole audition process for me was, oh God, looking back, like if I could give myself some advice on that whole yeah. audition process of mm-hmm. all the auditions that we went to together. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember Ted and I were talking about this off air. We were on a radio <laughs> show. My, it was like my second day. It was actually on my birthday. It was actually on my birthday. And it was like, I, I was living here for like three or four days in Los Angeles. And you texted me and said, there's an audition. You should just come to it. I didn't have an agent yet. I think it was an agent call mm-hmm. and I didn't have an agent and I was so fr- I was stressed that they were going to throw me out and kick me out because I didn't have an agent yet. And I think it was for Ricky Martin. I'm pretty I sure it was. it was. Now that you're saying timeline. Yeah. I think it was. It was early in the year. It was for Ricky Martin. He was doing a residency in Vegas. I think it was for, so mm-hmm. you had to move to Vegas. Mm-hmm. Um, and <clears throat> sorry, excuse me. Um, I just remember sitting in line thinking I was not good enough to be there, which I think I was very qualified to be there. I didn't have an agent, but I just remember sitting there thinking I like the mindset that before I even walked inside the door was I'm not going to book this. What am I doing here? I don't know anyone. Nobody knows me. I don't have an agent. I don't ever think I'm wearing the right thing. Like I was, it was just so limiting Mm. it was so limiting and now looking back if I did that same audition oh my god I wouldn't give a shit I would not give a shit I would just walk in there have fun first of all number one have fun I feel like the fun for me was like taken out because I was like so Mm. worried and so stressed about booking the job and like worried about like everyone else in the room and if they were looking at me you know what I mean like worried what they would think Nobody fucking cares. Nobody's watching you. Nobody cares. They're just thinking about themselves. Yeah. You know, and I think I teach that to my students now. I tell them, even this happened in one of my classes this week. I was doing a combination with a student and they were like, oh, I can't do that. That's impossible. And I was like, oh, we don't say those words. Take a seat. I was like, first of all, you haven't tried it. Yeah. How do you know it's going to be impossible? Mm. Like you got to give it a go first. Yeah. You know, I think that that would be my advice from my younger self. Like, you you haven't even 
You don't even know what the combination is. Yeah, you're taking yourself you're... out of the race before it begins. Yeah, yeah, that's what I did. I think that's what I did for so many auditions, which is why I didn't freaking book them. Mm. Because I was like, I can't do this. Before I even got yeah. into the room. I don't know how you felt. You were you were here longer. Yeah. But that was just my memory of Ricky Martin. I definitely was more aggressive. Here's what here's what my and by aggressive I mean in the way I approached it, but what would be what I would go back and change for yeah. myself, or if I could send a message back to myself <laughs> in a bundle. <laughs> and I'm like, Tan, you're gonna be okay, you're girl. Be okay. Just keep going. But what I would say to my younger self is, well, the way that I would feel to answer your question was my mindset going to the audition was very much like, just wait, you watch me. Like I had to like mm -hmm. get myself G'd up into like such a state of being like, like literally like in the time. Yeah. Like you have no idea. I'm about to slay this. Like I went there with my mindset. Yeah. Like I'm about to blow them away. They have no way. Like that's how I would like jazz myself up. Because I, I used to say when I would teach heels classes and stuff, I used to say, like, if you don't, if you're not your number one fan, no one is yeah. here. So like, true. You got to literally believe in yourself so much. And if you don't, then it's going to resonate. So I would like tap into a side of me that was like, I got like you, like very cocky yeah in a sense but not like i thought i was cocky it was the way i handled my energy to like get through the day did you feel like that for every audition like every type of audition yeah because i feel like i felt like that for some types of auditions no i did i i, I definitely did. if i was gonna go there yeah or sometimes i would leave auditions like sometimes i'd go there yeah and we'd start learning the choreo and i'd be like this is not for me not for me yeah and i'd leave and but if I was gonna stay, that's good advice. Seriously, do that. Yeah, for just, real. You, Don't waste your time. If you think, I mean, even going back. Sorry, cut you off. Mm -hmm. But even going back before that, if you looking back now, there was auditions that I went to that I was not gonna get. Not a chance. I was never gonna get it. I was. If you're looking at a video, like but I'm a very specific type of person. Yeah, and so are you. And we're both different. Very different the way we dance as well. Yeah. And I think I, I mean, will say this though on that on that note. Well, two things about this. You can totally leave because I left a bunch. But if your headshot and resume is already at the front, yeah. go speak to the assistant yeah. and go pick out your headshot and resume and just let them know you have to go. Yeah, Because if they call your name out and you, you're you not there, then they know you left and then that's awkward. That's bad. But most of the times these days you don't have to give your headshot resume no. in the first round. But <laughs> they, then, they save you some yeah, paper. Yeah, they save you some paper. <laughs> but what I wanted to say on this was, to your point, was, I also viewed auditions and I did do this, even though sometimes I wouldn't like remind myself of this after the fact or when I was like sad that I didn't get it or whatever, but I would go to the audition with that mindset of like, I'm going to slay, but also in the energy of I'm going to get seen. And if yeah. I don't book this, I know that they saw me and I'm going to like follow up with them and I'm going to go to their class. And like, I was like strategic yep. about, like that but I but even doing that, that route I would still be heartbroken yeah like, when it didn't happen you know and that's what I would go back and tell myself my younger tan my younger tan <laughs> is like I would tell her how to handle her mindset and her energy with the ups and downs and with not getting it because the reality is is it's not about your talent and I no. took it so personal and I didn't know and I didn't understand how to not 
Yeah, it's not personal, it's business. Yeah, it's That's not, what I would tell myself too. Like, I'd literally not book jobs because my hair was yep. not blonde or my shoe size wasn't a size five and the girl I was replacing was a five and they don't have another outfit. Like, <laughs> that sounds just things. That sounds so crazy to even say out loud, but that's what it comes down to. But I think nobody really knew that. Like, we knew it, but we didn't. Maybe we didn't believe it 100%, but, like, yeah. it's true. Like, if you are, especially if you are going into, like, say, a Broadway job, you that costume has already been made yeah most of the time the costume is made and if you don't fit the costume yeah you're not going to book the job it doesn't matter if you were the best person in the room mm -hmm. like it doesn't matter if you were the best person the best dancer in that room yeah isn't that crazy yeah it is it's not about the talent it's not it, there's so much more that goes into it yeah eye color height mm -hmm. all of the things and one thing too like when we were like booking some things like when I was doing the other side of stuff, like we would find a girl who would be, or like a guy, whatever, we'd be like, this is the person we're going to book. But they, they didn't have, we couldn't find a bookend for them. Like right. if they were like short, if we wanted a guy who was like epic at all the things, find like that could do hip hop, but also jazz. That could do b-boy, but also a double turn. Yeah. Like if we found the guy that was so versatile, but he's five, eight, and all the other guys are six foot, we need a bookend. And if we couldn't find a bookend that could do the stuff, we couldn't book him. Right. And it's got nothing to do with him. No, we wanted him. Or like her, you know. So yeah. it has so many other parts to it. But what I will say, and I think we can sum this episode up yeah. with a positive. With a positive. With, with some like inspiration for you guys. I know. We could talk about it all day. We're on, we're on a restriction today. Yeah, we're trying to be better at our time. One thing that I would say as a mindset shift to look at yourself as you go through the industry, if you are pursuing the industry, and this goes for everything, actually, everything stacks. If you go to an audition and you, if you make it to the end and you get cut that moment, because of that may be a reason why you book something else down yeah. the line. Like it's not, it's never a waste. You got seen. It's like building momentum. All of it is adding stepping stones to where you want to be. It's all a part of the process. None of it is a waste. Cause yeah. sometimes I would be like, it didn't even matter. But then a year later, that choreographer would book me on a job because I was there. They saw me. Yeah. So it all matters, even if you don't see the payoff initially, immediately. Yeah, it's a, it's a long game. Yeah. It's a long game. It's not going to happen. And, you, like, you go to the audition and they cut you and then you get the job. Or yeah. they don't even tell you. You know, they don't tell you yes, they don't tell you no. It's just, you just got to, like, fight for your life <laughs> and just go and do it. I mean, yeah, there's, and there's probably things that I wish I did go to, but you know, mm -hmm. yeah, I was either like tired that we were like, you wake up and you're like, oh my God, I'm so tired. Yeah. I don't want to get ready. I don't want to drive. I don't want to stand in the line and go through the whole process. And, and then when you go and you book it, yeah, you're like, oh, imagine, imagine if I just stayed in bed. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely pros and cons. I feel like we need to work through some trauma. I don't know. We do. I actually have a random story. Okay. That finished us off today okay. with a random, well, it's, it's an audition story. It's an audition story, but it's a positive one. Okay. But I, or just like, you just never know vibes. So I, I went to an know. audition and this, like I went to an audition for a job and it was a tour. And while I was at the audition, I got rebooked on a previous tour I did that was going to clash with half of the dates that I was auditioning for that new job. Okay. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yep. So I got an email being like, hey, you're available. Like they want to bring you back, whatever. And then I was like, yay, yes. And I responded being like, yep, yeah, book me. I'm good. And then I was at the audition for a new tour, same dates. And then I said to my, to our friend, our mutual friend, yep. who was my roommate at the time, I was like, I'm going to leave. 
I just got booked on another job for these dates. I'm just going to leave. Yeah. And she was like, just stay. Like, you're here. Like, we'd already done a few rounds. Right. She's like, just stay. You're probably, like, there's probably only a few more rounds. Just do the end of the day. And I was like, all right. Ended up booking that job. Then had to backtrack and get out of it. But that job was where I met, like, um, my close friends who I'm yep. still friends with today. And that job, like, changed my life. We had the best time. Yeah. But you just never know. So just go. If you're there, commit. Yeah, if you're there, just commit. <laughs> That's, like, the opposite to what we just I said. You just said you hate it, walk out. I know. You just said if you <laughs> said you don't like it, leave. And now we're saying if you don't stay. Yeah, yeah. I, know, I know. I mean, I think you just have to go with your intuition. And I think looking back, I've. I wish I went with my intuition more and know what my friends were doing as well. Mm, you know, true. like, cause we were, we were such like a tight knit. We still are like group of friends. We would all go to the audition together. I mean, I would never want to drive with someone to the audition. I would yeah. always want to go by myself. Okay, so get just nice. Then you're stuck there. Then you're stuck there. But I think just do what feels good for you. Yeah. It's very unique. It's a unique journey. Yeah. It really is. It's very individual. It's very individual. I'm just like, God, just have fun with it. If yeah. you're auditioning, just freaking have fun. Yeah. That's my number one takeaway. Have fun. I didn't have fun enough. I was too worried about the outcome mm. to like enjoy just being in the room. Yeah. Just having fun. Enjoy being in the room. Enjoy Take doing it. In. Like yeah. you're in LA. Yeah. You're auditioning like, with for, your like, friends. The biggest artist in the world. Like, yeah. Life's like, okay. Ricky Martin walks in. Like, just freaking enjoy the time. We're there together. We're there together. I mean, we definitely had a lot of fun. <laughs> no, we did. We, had we a lot actually of fun. did. But I think we just have more fun and don't worry about the outcome because it's not up to you. Yeah. Like, you can't decide. I mean, you can always wear a wig and dye your hair, but don't do that. Yeah. Just be yourself. Be yourself. Be yourself. Have fun. That's our audition advice. I mean, we probably can do more episodes on honestly the stories for days, but we're gonna wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. That was good. All right. Yeah. Thanks for listening to another episode of Downright Dreaming, and we'll see you guys soon. Bye.